going on everyone? It's your girl Cherry Poppins and you are tuned in to the first episode of the first season of the Survivor Series Stories. For those of you who are late in the game listening to our show, we had a segment called Survivor Series Stories that features stories from our friends, family, ourselves, and of course our listeners about things that they survived. Sometimes they were funny, sometimes they were serious, but most times we never had stories. So, since we are so talented at interviewing people, we decided to look at this segment from a new perspective and interview people about their stories. This season, our first of hopefully many seasons of the Survivor Series, is called The Cancer Chronicles. We were fortunate enough to be able to sit down with people who have either beat cancer or were affected by loved ones having cancer. Them sharing their stories has opened our eyes to being more health conscious. It's taught us ways to support others in their time of need. It's given us motivation. And ultimately, they've shown us how to be fighters. On the first episode of this series, we had the pleasure of sitting down with Jonathan Mena from the Loudspeakers Network. Mena walked us through how he was diagnosed with cancer almost two years ago, how he found out he had cancer and the changes that he made in his lifestyle after having gone through surgery and recovery. From his story, one thing that we learned is to pay attention to our bodies, and if you see something, say something. Also, not to take time with our family and friends for granted. Hopefully, you guys can take something away from this series as well. Enjoy the show. So, what type of cancer did you have, I guess, um, and can you explain, like, how you found out about it? What was the whole process of, yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, I'll take you back to the start. I was home. Uh, it was like a Saturday, just watching TV, not, you know, just kicking it. I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm in my house. I'm in my boxers. I'm just chilling. <laughs> I, I think my ladies, she's in bed. You know, it's like one of those, like, 1 in, one a.m. watching, you know, something dumb on TV. So mm-hmm. I get up to go to bed, and then my hand just grazes my testicle, and I feel something in there. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel – it feels different. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like something's in my body. It feels like, you know, those balls you buy at the supermarket and the vending machine? Yeah, like yeah. the little, yeah, the little, yeah, the little ones for, like, a quarter. So it kind of felt like that. So I'm like, all right, like, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm cool. Like, I don't – it doesn't hurt. It just, you know, it's, it's there. So I'm like, all right, let me go. I'm going to chill. I'm going to wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then it just keeps getting bigger and it keeps getting bigger. So, oh, wow. So I think in the span of like three days, it like doubled in size, maybe tripled oh, wow. in size. That's crazy. And uh, my lady's a nurse. She's an oncology nurse. So she was like, you know, go to the doctor. I wasn't going to go to the doctor. Like, I was really? keeping it 100. Yeah, I wasn't going to go. I'm like. Because it didn't I, hurt. So it's like, well, whatever. I knew it wasn't like, I'm not, you know. I'm not playing her or anything, so I'm like, yo, it ain't an STD. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, don't, I don't got like, but you didn't have like bumps. no thought, like, well, what? No, nah, I'm could like, it you be? know, I, I did, I did what everyone would do. The W, WebMD, WebMD, WebMD. So it was like, yeah, no, I said it. You know, it'll go away. I forgot what it said, but it said it'll go away in a few days. So I'm like, I'm, I'm good. And then it kept getting bigger, and then my back started to hurt. Damn, out of nowhere. In that three day span. Yeah, yeah, in that three day span. So my lady was like, you know, you're gonna go here, and I'm like, I don't want to go, like. You know, I'm I'm not really feeling yeah, going yeah, to the yeah. doctor. And then really the only reason I went was because I know if I didn't go, we we're going to be beefing that night. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Like, let me avoid, let me right. avoid drama. Happy wife, happy right. life kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, got yeah, you, exactly. Got you, got you. Exactly. So, you know, I go to the doctor 
Um, they do a bunch of tests. Mm-hmm. What, what type of tests? Like blood tests? They did like... a, a sonogram. Okay. And they did blood tests and all that stuff. And then um, I'm at the – because this is the hospital that my wife works at, mm-hmm. but it's not mm-hmm. the building. So she calls me and she's like, I'm on my way. And then I, you know, I go to the front to go see her. And while I'm at the front, um, they're like, oh, the, this phone calls for you. And it's I'm talking to the, the urologist. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I talking to the urologist? Mm-hmm. So I'm um, talking to their office and they're like, oh, OK, so we're going to schedule an appointment for tomorrow. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, so know? they already making decisions oh, so before they, they told you what was going didn't, on. They didn't tell me anything. So then oh. we go in there and then I uh, go in there with my wife and my daughter's in there because my, my daughter's just coming out of school. Mm-hmm. So we go to the doctor and then she's like, you know, they found the mass. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to go, you have to go tomorrow. And like, I don't know, for me, when I heard mass testicle, mm-hmm. I'm thinking Lance Armstrong, I'm thinking mm-hmm. all this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I knew off the rip, I knew it was cancer. I knew it wasn't like. They didn't say that to they you. They didn't say, though? they don't tell you. So then mm-hmm. I go the next day to the urologist and, you know, he was pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. He said, it's cancer and it has to come out. Mm-hmm. How was that night before, though? Because it's like, all right, you just found out you have to do all of this, but they didn't really tell you what happened. I mean, and I knew. Like, okay. I just knew. Like, I knew it wasn't, you know. Gotcha. I knew it wasn't going to, I wasn't going to take antibiotics. And it right. Away. It just felt weird. And it, and the amount that it grew in those few days right, mm-hmm. was, you know, it was something, something right. funky going on. I feel yeah. like that's so crazy because it's like, you never, it's like, did this just show up? today and now it's growing in these three days or have i had this in my body this whole time yeah, yeah. and now it's like all right i'm mm. ready to to duplicate or whatever you know and then right. you play the tape and you start yeah. thinking like yeah. oh i had yeah. like yeah. cold sweats one day yeah but that leads me to my next question though so did they tell you how you got it? Like, is was they, did is they say, hey, well, this is know? what this is what would typically cause this situation, or is it just kind of luck of the draw? You were unlucky, and so the the urologist, like the next day, I go to the urologist, and mm-hmm. he's like, it's got to come out. And I appreciate him for the fact that he didn't sugarcoat anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, it has to come out. You know, your one nut will make enough uh, sperm <laughs> mm-hmm. for you know the rest of your life. Like, you didn't you're save good. any. I, you know, I was considering it. Okay. And then... Um, is that an option that they give you? Like, you hey, have to pay you, for, you it. for I'm just that. saying, like, yeah. is that something you think of your, on your own? Or do they say, hey, well, these are some things that patients do. You know what I mean? In this situation, you could do this, this, this to move forward. Or did you on your own think, oh, I should No, I mean, my, my wife's a nurse, so she got had, you. like, oh, she got was you. on point. Right. So right. Thank God all, for her. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. for me, like, I would have... I don't know. I probably still would have been with like my left nut. Yeah, <laughs> hanging to your foot. Nut. Yeah, man, it would look oh, like man. that that South Park episode. We got ready to record. <laughs> Coming yeah. in on a bouncing ball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, he he was real straightforward. But mm. what was your question? I'm sorry. How did you how did you get it? Like, how did that mass come to be? Is was there anything that? cause that like is it something that were you not doing regular checkups were you what what could it have been to cause that like yo you've been jerking off too much like is there anything that causes it so the doctor said it was just for my age it was just probably bad luck it was just just Mm. bad luck but i saw this study because my my wife gave me like all this info and there was like a study that um says a lot of people who smoke 
Mm. Smoke weed. Mm. Really? Can get uh, testicular cancer. Really? In really? My age, yeah, my age bracket. So I wow. don't know if you guys that, smoke, but no, my so you know what's really. <laughs> I just I just started like, well, wait a minute. I thought no, I've been doing doing my, right so far. My really good friend, like a week after I had my surgery last year, yeah. he came to me and told me that he had testicular cancer. Oh. And when I tell you he smokes like a chimney. Wow. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, <laughs> I don't, don't want to be the podcast that spreads mm. that medical, <laughs> that medical, <laughs> that medical fact. Like, yo, well, well, no. we get go get go get checked for STD. But like, but nah, you supposed to like when you go and get your preventative care from your doctor. Yeah, they, that's what's they called check preventative you anyway. care. You know what yeah. I mean? They check you. But that means we have to go out. Like we have to go out to the doctor's office. Like I'm, I'm gonna give it a buck with you. I just, I just asked my wife last last month. Like, y'all haven't had a checkup in like two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, my job encourages it, and uh-huh. they pay me to do it. Oh, so oh, you're gonna, you're gonna they'll, do it. they'll say each year get but a checkup, do this, and get your blood that. taken. Like, no, that's true. For but me, that's, I, that's something I don't even think about. It's sad because I haven't gone because they just removed that from the contract. So now. As long as I get my blood taken, they'll still pay me. I don't yeah. have to physically go, and I haven't gone. So I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, why we just don't. We, I don't know if it's laziness. I don't know if we just feel like it's a waste of time because I. you we feel, feel like, like, well, like I'm going to go. Yeah, like, I'm going to go, and they're going to be like, you good, and then I got to pay a medical bill mm. for what, yeah. you know? Yeah, we got to change that. But, so. yeah, that's. Yeah, we definitely. Like, I honestly had not been to the doctor before, like, my cancer stuff since mm. I was, like, do either of you? I know. I know this grade. is. I know this is not about you, Cherry, right mm-hmm. now. But more for you, minute. Do either of y'all feel like if y'all would have regularly seen the doctor, y'all could have avoided? Yes. I don't. I don't th- for me, I don't think so. Nah. I think it would have just came either way. How, why? Why do you feel that? Because you know they, like I said, they they check you. But see, they would have checked you and found it and said it needs to be removed, and it wouldn't right. made no difference. Right. But mm-hmm. maybe if they would have caught it earlier. I think it just spread so fast. Mm. Like, it yeah. grew. Yeah, like you said three days. Yeah, like, yeah. in three days, it was, like, yeah. double, triple the size of it. So, I think it was just whatever whatever was in my body mm-hmm. just made it, and then it, it just grew to that size. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, in a way, I'm fortunate that it grew where it grew because mm-hmm. it was, like— If I it could, was someplace yeah, else, you couldn't see it. If it was inside, it. like, I wouldn't have seen it. Like, right. Yeah. It would have been, you know, too late yeah. mm-hmm. for all that to happen. Right. Um. For me, I think, because mine was in my mouth, so if I had been going to the dentist regularly, which I haven't because I was in college and didn't have health insurance, Mm. um, maybe they would have been able to see it sooner. But, like, literally, when I tell you, and mine was kind of the same way, like, my wisdom teeth hurt, and then, like, out of nowhere, the roof, I was driving, I looked, and something just told me to, like, look in my mouth, and I looked, and just... That the roof of my mouth was just like big, and mm. I also think, let's say, had I gotten it, like had I found it sooner, maybe they wouldn't have had to remove as much as, much as they did. Yeah. Do you? So. You have health insurance through your wife, basically, right? Because she no, has I got health insurance. You have yeah. on your own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah okay, that's dope. I would I would assume hers is probably better because <laughs> <laughs> she's a doctor. No, well, nurse. 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 I mean nurse, but yeah. Eh, um, sometimes. Yeah. When when the doctor told you, I guess when he told you, like, this is what you have, we have to remove it. Like, what were you feeling inside? Were you afraid or were you just like... No, you know what? I was like, let's get it out. Like, I wasn't, okay. I wasn't like, overthinking it mm-hmm. okay. or trying to, like, get a second consultation. Which, I mm-hmm. like, looking back, 
maybe I should have done that just to, mm-hmm. you know. To verify. Just so to verify. Get a second opinion. Yeah, yeah. Everyone but, says that. Mm-hmm. I this, didn't. This guy was like one of the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, gotcha. You know, my wife researched everything yeah. and she knew like who to talk to. So mm. once he said that, I'm like, you know, let's go. And then I think like two or three days later, I was at the. Was that your first surgery? Yeah, it was my first surgery. Were you oh, scared? Wow. Um, or like nervous or no, you, know you know how what? they tell you I about like I didn't anesthesia. know what to experience I didn't know they talk to you so much like, yeah. Oh, yeah so many people come and like mm-hmm. like ask you the same questions I think like it was like four or five people mm-hmm. asking me the same questions but you know what the the weird thing was um, I was dreaming when I was having the surgery okay so I was dreaming with my brother that he was like getting into a fight with someone and I had to grab the guy so my brother could hit Hit him, uh-huh. right? So Y'all are it, dirty, dirty. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, like I remember, like yelling, like yo, hit him, hit him. Yeah. So it turns out I wasn't dreaming. They were waking me up. Grab <laughs> 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 anesthesiologist, <laughs> and I was like, almost. He said, I, like you almost broke my arm, yo. and then they put me back to sleep because my wife was like, you were out for a while. Like they said you were mm-hmm. gonna be out like in yeah. an hour, and then it was like a good two hours. Wow. And I didn't believe him. Mm-hmm. And then the nurse came and she told me the same story. And then the doctor was like, yeah, like you almost broke his arm. So wow. Like, wow. Like I, didn't, I thought I was. He, was you yelling yeah. at one of the other nurses like hit him? <laughs> hit him. <laughs> I got him. I got <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Uh, were were you nervous about any anything else or like I didn't know uh, what to the, expect. Okay. You know, I didn't know like I've never had surgery. Um, you know, I, I my wife had a C section, but mm-hmm. she like I felt like she bounced back mm-hmm. pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what to expect. I mean, my cut was small compared to like what yeah. she had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I was like hemmed up. I was like laid up like yeah. Could, yeah. I felt I like I couldn't walk. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I didn't know what to expect. Um, the recovery was a little longer than okay. I thought. Like, you know, How I couldn't long? wear jeans. Okay. You had to wear the tidy whities No, I had no, no, not tidy No, you couldn't. Well, the tidy yeah. whities probably be worse. You can't. Yeah. They, they, they had to wear When I got my vasectomy, they were like, you got tidy whities I'm like, bro, come <laughs> on, man. I, w- I would have thought they would have you wearing some loose. Because nah, really? you had to, like, be supportive. Mm. Oh, like, that makes mm. sense. Nah, I had my, my underwear up to, like, pass my belly button. <laughs> I'm a grease <laughs> guy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, like, That's... rocking it like that. But it, it took, like, a, I took, like, a, about a month off okay. from work and everything. Okay. Like, was walking... Yeah, walking was tough. Okay. Mm. Yeah, walking was tough. I remember, um, I think it was like the second or third day I was home, mm. and King picked me up. Hey, King. Mm-hmm. And we were just King. like driving around. He just picked me up just to kind of like get out the house and we yeah. were like driving around. Yeah. And then uh, he dropped me off home, and I'm like, yo, let me like just run up to the bodega and like go get whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I regretted that walk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, away. Oh, Man, I regretted God. that walk. Oh. Like just walking there, I had to like take a bunch of breaks. I was gonna say how long it <laughs> takes you to, to get there. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, yeah. you stopping yeah. at every stoop, like, you know, you know, you do this, you throw that one up. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> um, so during those, just to go back when you when you first realized that you know you, you felt it and you said you waited like a few more days, did you try any kind of like? holistic you know oils or medicines or or anything like that's like well maybe if i do this it might go away or or anything like that Nah, you know i I just web md man which is like (laughs) like a blessing and a curse Nah, yeah because you think sometimes you think you're dying 
But what it, what it said, it was like, it'll be gone in like two, three days. So I'm like, all right, by like Friday, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> no, like Friday came and that thing was like huge. And your yeah, back no, hurt crazy. too. Yeah, and then my back. That's what worried me the most, like okay. the back. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm like, it's, you know, it's the, in the, one area. Why yeah. is it hurting on the back? Yeah. Gotcha. So obviously your, your wife was the first person to know who who was the first person that you told that didn't know. And oh like, my so my daughter like mm-hmm. sat her down and then we explained it. She's uh she was six at the time. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we sat her down, we explained mm-hmm. it, um, mm-hmm. you know, showed her pictures and mm-hmm. all that stuff. She's a bright kid, so she mm-hmm. she right. understood it. And then, you know, I had to tell people in person, like I wasn't mm-hmm. How did everybody, like, kind of react to that? So, you know, like... um, Because you hear cancer and you think the worst, normally. At the time, I told... uh, I went to go see my parents, and I told them, and, you know, Mm -hmm. they were devastated. My Mm -hmm. mom, you know, you hear cancer and you Mm -hmm. think the worst. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I told my friends, a lot of them over the phone, and then, uh, you know, combat was alive. This was mm-hmm. like maybe a month after combat got diagnosed. Mm. So then I had to, you know, I didn't want to tell him over the phone. So right. I had to like yeah. go to his crib and like sit him down and like he's going through all his shit. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And then like to tell him like, yo, like I got cancer as well. Mm-hmm. You That's know, it was, was like, it was, in a way it's very devastating because I felt um, I was laying, was putting a lot on his plate. You was adding more? You, yeah, it was adding a lot more, mm-hmm. like, shit that How he was, was that moment, though? I mean, you, you don't have to get into, like, full detail, but, like, was he just as devastated and... Yeah, he, I mean, he was, like, real, like, he, you know, he had slimmed down from the, mm-hmm. from the stomach cancer, so he was, you know, this was in November, so I think he passed in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, no, December. So, um, I mean, he was... You know, it was tough on him because we weren't expecting this shit to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know, and it was mm-hmm. like, I think it was maybe a few weeks after he got diagnosed. Like, he was in the hospital and then he came home and mm-hmm. he was just chilling there. And he was like, yo, we're both going to beat this. Like, he was, right. like we're the banter boys. That's what he would, <laughs> that's what he would call us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was, um, I know for him, it was probably like, damn, like. You know, one of the homies got. Yeah. Same right. like how I felt. Right. Like, I'm like, yeah. damn, the homie got. Right. Yeah. Though so I feel like the worst feeling is when you're down, knowing that somebody else is down that you can't bring up because you're down too. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's like, oh man, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you feel guilty because I felt guilty because I'm like, you know, I can't help him as much as I could. Right. I and you also don't want to. You also don't want to feel like you also mm-hmm. don't want him to feel like he is you know, inclined to help you at the same time. It's like, I'm telling you this to tell you, not to, not for you Mm -hmm. to feel like, well, now I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Have the same sympathy or whatever. It's just, it's just the information, you know what I mean? So that we could just kind of talk through it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, like I, you know, I'm, I'm being realistic. Like I knew when they told him what he had, like I knew what that meant mm-hmm. in terms of a timeline. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm fucked up over here at home. Mm-hmm. He's fucked up. You know, time is, you know, he doesn't have that much time. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, mm-hmm. you know, I was being real realistic. So I know that took away from like whatever time we had mm-hmm. and all that. And I felt like guilty in a way because I couldn't do more for mm-hmm. him. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Um, being that you're, you know, a public figure, 
Did you feel like it was necessary for you wow. to share? What do you, you mean? You say Mena. People, you know, they know who Mena is. You know You're what I mean? You're popular. Public How about figure. that? Yeah. <laughs> public figure. That's the name of this episode, by the way. Public figure. <laughs> Featuring public figure Mena. Wow. All right. But, um, you know, you're out there. So did you feel it was necessary to share it with everyone or did you want to like keep it to yourself? Like was there any kind of like inner struggle that you had with that? I think from a social media perspective. Yeah, Yeah, I mean I I kept it to myself for a while. Like my friends knew. Mm -hmm. Like everyone Mm -hmm. close to me knew. Um, But yeah, I didn't didn't write anything until – well, at first I didn't know how to say it Mm -hmm. too because there was like a lot of family. This is when you start thinking about like family. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's like cousins and people I haven't talked to. And yeah, I'm like, I don't want them to learn through social media. And actually, there was a a cousin who I kind of felt guilty that he found out through social media. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, we're tight. It's just I didn't, you know, it just mm-hmm. slipped my mind yeah. to give him that call. But yeah, I waited a few weeks. I wanted to make sure like whatever I wrote was you know to the point and gotcha. like how mm-hmm. I felt. So I, I I wrote a lot. And then I just put it on Twitter one day when I felt like it was right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kind of laid it all out there. And then it was more, like, cathartic for me because I wanted to just kind of get it all off my chest gotcha. and mm-hmm. give people, like, like you said, like, you don't go to the doctor, like, right. you know, because of, because of your job you're going. Right, right, right. You haven't gone in two years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You haven't gone, like, I'm the same way. Like, I, yeah. I really mm-hmm. wasn't going to the doctor unless my wife said something. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us are like that, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of... uh you know, black and brown, like we don't, we don't go to the yeah, doctor yeah. until we're like dead, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, until it's, we're dying. Like right. my parents don't, you know. So I think it just brings awareness to to that yeah. fact, and you know how to get insurance. Like mm. I had this whole detailed like Twitter thread mm. on just all mm. that. I remember. Have you? Uh, did you when you put that thread out? Did you get like a lot of support? Like people reaching out to you? Like I guess trying to like give you like. Encouraging words and stuff like that. Yeah, did you, you know, feel like it was like I kind of like not too I, late, I put it up but... and then I turned my phone off. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I don't want to like deal with it. Yeah, okay. for a while and then I, you know, there's a couple people who hit me like you know who uh, DM'd me about it, like who I appreciate and they know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I didn't do it for anyone else. I did it for myself. Gotcha. Right. Okay. You know, yeah. just to kind of get it off my chest. And then if like you read it and you take something away from it, mm-hmm. cool. If you don't, that's cool too. But it was more like for me to kind of get that info out there. Gotcha. So you had to, for your treatment, you had you did the surgery. Um, so now, like, what what was there any other type of treatment that you? Yeah. Had to so do? then, so then, like, you do the surgery, and then it's the time where you gotta like start shitting bricks because then there's the well, you know, I might have to do chemo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so. There's like a whole period where you just wait mm-hmm. for it. like they biopsy the the cancer and then um, they do blood blood work on you. So I was like mm-hmm. during that period I was like, damn, I might have to do chemo. Mm-hmm. And the chemo, like you know, they can't really narrow it down like what the treatment's gonna be like. But mm-hmm. I found some dude on uh, Instagram who had went through his uh, had the same thing and his chemo treatments were like long it was like mm. good, like two months mm. i think so i'm like damn i'm gonna have to do that shit and it was mm-hmm. in a situation as you yeah and i'm like oh. i'm mentally preparing myself <clears throat> to do chemo which you know feels like 
I don't, I've never done chemo or right. you know, anyone. So it just feels like it's going to be something that's going to take a lot out of me. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I was thinking a lot about my daughter, mm-hmm. too, because, you know, you go bald. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. towards the end of the chemo cycle, like, you're you're real sick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want her to see me all fucked yeah. up. Like, yeah. that's that's my only concern. Like, everyone else, I'm like, whatever. It's yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, They're yeah, all yeah, adults. adults. And, like, my daughter, yeah. like. You're going to see her every day, and she's used to seeing you yeah. with all the energy. Yeah, and, and you know, that. and, like, mm-hmm. I have we have a routine. Like, I take <clears> her to school or pick her up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I'm not going to be part of that for a while. And I don't know how long that while is mm-hmm. going to be. Gotcha. So, um, you know, it comes um, it comes a day when when I got to go. And mm-hmm. the doctor's like, you know, I don't got to do the chemo. And I'm like, shit. Wow, that's awesome. But then it felt, I was worried because I'm like, well, there's still a little bit in me. Like, because the numbers go down every, I, okay. I do blood work every other month. So okay. the numbers like have gone down and they remain down. But then there's this feeling of like, damn, this shit could come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like maybe the chemo would have like. Could have like knocked it all yeah, out. Yeah, kind of knocked it yeah. all out. And I'm like, man, am I making like the right choice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was it that, that was it? The surgery and you didn't have to do anything else? Yeah. And then, I, you know, I just go to the doctor on the regular. Okay. Yeah. That's then, good. But yeah, you know, I lucked out. Um, you know, I was fortunate to kind of have like the right team around me, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. good support. Uh, and I lucked out, man. I don't, I don't. See my, I like. I guess I'm a cancer survivor. I don't know how any of that works. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would, yeah, I would yeah, say so. Yeah, I would yeah, say so. It, does, it doesn't feel like I didn't go through all that pain. Like, right. Like yeah. I saw. I compare myself to what combat went through. And yeah. I'm like I didn't. Well, you were blessed. That's I was blessed. Yeah, yeah. You were blessed. So it's like that, you went to war, but you were the cook. Yeah. I'm gonna steal that. Well listen, shout out to all shout out to all the cooks in the service. All right. Cyan, the views and opinions. Jesus Christ. Anyway, but like on the topic of being blessed, I don't know how religious you are or anything like that. I believe in God, you know. Um and I also believe like everything happens for a reason. Um I don't know if you feel the same way. I don't know if you feel that because I don't believe we're presented with challenges we can't overcome you know to an extent but do you feel like just there was a underlying lesson behind what happened or do you feel like maybe did you ever think to yourself about that like why is this happening yeah of course i mean um i believe in god yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i mean so you know i I felt so i felt like i was on a tremendous run like podcasting wise so mm -hmm. um you know, we were having a lot of fun. We were just, I had tax, I had combat, um, had some other shows I was doing. But, like, for those, like, they were on a tremendous run. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were still kind of, like, wilding out. Like, we were getting drunk, we were smoking. Like, we weren't, you know, taking care of the household. We were just kind of, like, wrapped up in the success. And we were all getting drunk off that success. And then, um, what was it, 20, 2017 came and top of the year, like, tax gets locked up and then towards the end of the year combat gets cancer mm. and then i get cancer a month later so it was like for me like the big lesson was like i needed to slow down because mm. i think it was kind of like a tap on the shoulder like yo like boy like sit down yeah like, chill out yeah. you know like you're kind of everyone in your circle something bad's happening mm-hmm. to it so i needed to sit down and just kind of focus on what's important instead of just like focusing on like the high like, all the high like all this bullshit you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah i i think everybody when you're getting your blessings you got to count them and and be thankful for them and not just 
turn greedy off of them. And I think sometime, I'm not saying that's what happened, but that's a good, it's a good way of thinking about it, I think. Yeah, me too. And it gives you a story. (laughs) Yeah, like another chapter in the book, right? Another, um, you know, another reason to push forward and kind of like, now I feel like I got all this time to kind of focus on what I want to do next. Mm. If I want to do anything next, you know? I don't um, feel like I have that pressure. Like before, I, f- I felt like I had this pressure to kind of produce and create all this like mm-hmm. success. And I felt like that's what I was chasing instead of like having fun. Like at a while, like towards the end, like I wasn't really having fun. Like I was just kind of like, right. yo, these numbers aren't hitting. Yeah. You know? Like what are yeah. we doing? Like, you know, we got to do this. And before it was like, yo, we were like going to a room, have fun. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. it was new. Yeah. And then before it just became kind of a chore. So I think I, I, that's like my biggest takeaway was like I was doing too much mm-hmm. okay. and I was given like a second chance. Cause I see this as a second chance, like mm-hmm. getting the oh, cancer yeah. and then like having to fall back because my body's telling me like, you gotta chill out. Gotcha. And then just kind of thinking about it and then having the time to like look at everything and everyone. And mm-hmm. cause I, I think at the success that we had, like I didn't notice all the people who were around and who mm-hmm. are people who are not around now mm-hmm. and who's important now and, you know, who's in my corner. So I think that was like a real valuable lesson with like all of this stuff. That's awesome. What was, I guess, um, your motivation like to, to get through what well, I, I kind of feel, well, you said like we're getting, I'm getting the surgery like tomorrow whatever um like what was your motivation to like go through all of that and then like gear up for chemotherapy just in case you had to do it i mean my daughter like okay. I didn't, you know i gotta be around like she's yeah. six years old i can't you know mm-hmm. die yeah it's like <laughs> not, it's not my i didn't feel like it was my time you know what i mean and um there's the um, the cure rate for testicular cancer is like really high okay so it's not like it was immortal like at, at okay. my age either Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, it was just the treatment sucked if I had to do the chemo, mm-hmm. but I think I would have came out on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it was just like my daughter and my wife just, you okay. know, like, I can't leave them behind. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Plus, I felt like there was more to do. Like, I didn't feel like my story was over. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So now moving forward, like, what are your the next steps as far as, like, treatment and prevention? Like, what what are some things that you have to do? I mean, I'm eating. Like, I'm eating better. I'm, okay. like, working out. Like, is that smoke. what, like, the doctor said to do? Or is this, like, no, your it was own just like my, personal? No, like, my own. Because I, I, I don't know if you sat with a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, they, had, they made me sit with a nutritionist okay. and kind of, like, go over, like, how I'm living and okay. all that stuff. So I don't drink. I don't smoke. Okay. Wow. Um, so you I need just to did sl- like a whole. Yeah, I need to sleep more, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm yeah. I'm kind of like living a, a cleaner life. Okay. Now, um, and then just kind of focusing more on just being consistent with my doctor. Like, there's times like mm-hmm. I don't want to go. Like, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to go, especially when I got to do the CAT scan. Yeah. And all oh, that stuff. I hate that. Yeah, it just uh, it's. It just doesn't feel good. Like yeah. I don't, I don't really like the doctors over there. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I like my doctor, but I don't like the ones who do all that. Yeah. Right, all that other stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, I hate cascans. It burns. 
Really? Your body's on fire. Well, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever like, they like in general. Like, I feel nauseous like, after. They go it. like, it's like, they're like, okay. And then it's like, the first time I did one, she was like, okay, you'll feel a little pinch. I felt like Spider Man. Like, you know, when Spider Man <laughs> yeah. was like turning into oh, a spider. I was yeah. like, ah. <laughs> But then you can't move. So uh-huh. I was like, ah. <laughs> and then, and then I was like, get me out, get me out, get me out. And then they pulled me out. And then, um, and then she was like, there's, there's nothing, nothing wrong. On, yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. And I was like, oh, Yeah, why do they say that? Why do I they don't like know. you're not gonna feel anything? Yeah, or... no, because it felt like to me, whatever liquid it they were putting inside of me was like coming out and just like burning my whole arm. And mm. she's like, No, you're fine. I'm like, Well, it hurts. Now I'm like crying. Mm. Like, this is just so overwhelming. Because I, I, <laughs> I get nauseous, right? With mm-hmm. whatever they put into me, and they're mm-hmm. like, Well, that's not a side effect. But I'm like, But I'm still it's, nauseous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, I'm going to throw up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you going to tell me what I'm about to do? No, right. I'm going to go yeah. Earl it all It may not this. be a side effect, but I'm going to throw up on your shoes. <laughs> right. so, like, what you going to do to fix that? Yeah. Right. But you know what? I'm, I'm blessed because that's mm-hmm. all I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like yeah. every like, couple months. Like, okay. I think I have my last ones at the end of the year. Okay. Because mm-hmm. November, it'll be a year. Okay. And then. You go like through this whole. I think I'm I'm there for like five years. Yeah, Probably, I'm gonna be there for like the rest of my life, just yes. getting it checked out. Mm-hmm. But the times I go see the doctor are less and less. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. it's like v- pretty regular. The first five years, after five years, you are medically deemed cancer free. Gotcha. And then after that, you go like once a year or something like. You become that. an expert. Yeah. And all this shit, like I read articles and all this <laughs> stuff. Like no more WebMD. You said that you gave up a lot of things. Um, what was like the hardest thing for you to to give up, you know, um, while making these changes to be healthier and things like that? Smoking, drinking, things like that. What was the hardest for you to give up? I don't think it was just hard. I think it was just time. Like mm. for me, it felt like I needed to give all that up so that I can be here, mm-hmm. you know. Um gotcha. It just felt. It just felt like it was gonna. I, I'm. Th- so I was 33, 32, I think. No, thirty three. Mm-hmm. So I was thirty three. So I'm like, man, I'm I'm young, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. So I'm like, if I keep doing this, like, am I gonna get stomach cancer? Am I gonna right. get like, mm-hmm. lung cancer? Colon cancer. What's next? Yeah, colon cancer. And then you know, something that I don't think a lot of us do is like we don't talk to our family, like what people have gotten. Sick yeah. From. yeah, yeah. So, like history. Like, yeah. So like, I didn't do that. Until like I got sick. Yo, you that's did a, you that's find a, out anything interesting? I mean, like diabetes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's a like crazy that. point. Like when you go to the doctor for anything, and they ask like, "What's your family's medical history?" Half the time, I'm like, I know that my grandmother had um, Alzheimer's, but that's like all I know. And so, like, I'm just checking, like, oh, now we're good. There's none of this in my family, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't know. It could be yeah. my father's side. It could be anything. I'm just like. Nah, we could. But there could be a history of anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just never know. That's a crazy. That's a good point. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you have for um, just maybe somebody who's in the same situation or has been in the same situation or maybe they learn in that um, they have testicular cancer or cancer in general? What, what advice would you just give um, anybody? That's- I don't think we're very proactive. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we just kind of like treat the illness mm-hmm. instead of kind of like being proactive to not get sick mm-hmm. at first. Um, I'd say for anyone like going through this, like kind of figure out what your insurance is looking like. 
Because right. if you can't, if you can't pay it, like this shit costs money. Yeah. Mm. Like I look at those those bills. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my thing was light, but I'm like, damn, this. Nah, my surgery was sixty thousand dollars. Okay. I was like, this shit is more than my college education. <laughs> yeah, and you had insurance. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I paid two hundred dollars. I think pocket. my thing was like. 15, so I'm like, damn, yeah. this, this dude bought a Civic or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, yo, my surgeon got bread because he did a surgery the next day. Mm. You just made $120,000 in two days. Oh, it's every day. They are like, and that's, you know, that money is getting spread out, but yeah, they but they are getting, getting bread. Paid, yeah. like. <laughs> so you, you, you talk about being proactive, which is great. Now, are you following that same advice or because i know obviously you have to go for these checkups but you're going following up on your situation are right. you also getting you know making sure that you're getting other checked for other checked. you know what i mean like yeah i mean the whole you know i think also with being proactive with your health is your mental health mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh for too. sure because mm-hmm. i don't think we take care of that so no. you know yeah. it's kind of like the whole spectrum mm-hmm. of everything like you right. know working out eating mm-hmm. right I just mean from the perspective of going to a physician, like you know, you you getting to around the age, maybe old, maybe older for sure. But you know, you're gonna have to start thinking about getting a colonoscopy and all that other stuff, and just doing preventative stuff. You know, yeah. What I, I mean? mean, I've talked to my doctor mm-hmm. about about doing all that. Um, I don't have the medical history because I think when you have that, it runs in your family. You got to do it yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I'm good in that. Like, I talk to him all the time. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. I'm not one where he like just comes in. He says, "Yeah, like, yo, you good?" And then about right, like, right, I got right. questions. Yeah, for you. that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm proactive with that. Um, I'm not trying to have this shit come back. Man. Right. So no. I'm yeah. doing, like, everything like 100. Yeah. Are you like yeah. change your eating? Like, are you vegan now? No, I'm not <laughs> vegan. Actually, um, I try not to eat too much red meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. I went on vacation though, so I was kind of like, right. wild, wild. Yeah. I was just walling out. <laughs> but um, yeah, I try not to eat too much red meat or, you know, like candy because I love candy. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't work with Howard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Not. You know, I'm just trying okay. to eat better like organic. Okay. I know organic is kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, just trying to make better um, choices like cooking more. Okay. Yeah. Instead know. of going out. Yeah. Instead of going out, you know, okay. like kind of like little things like that. I think not drinking though kind of helps. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think uh, I don't think we see it as something real bad. Mm-hmm. Not like not trying to shit on anyone who drinks or anything, mm-hmm. but you know, you can go to a store and get it for legally. Yeah. yeah. So you're not thinking about like the effects. that is like yeah. yeah yeah. Are you drinking mad water too now? Yeah, right? I try to drink as much water. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I never went through what you guys went through, but I pushed out a kidney stone, and they're like, "Yeah, because oh. you was wilding out with your soda." And soda, all that. yeah. Well, after really? that, all I do is drink water. Like people are like, "You want soda?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'll take water. I'm good." Like <laughs> yeah. I, I might drink soda or juice like once a week. I drink soda or juice like if I'm drinking alcohol, but like how often is that? Yeah, and so. that's very rare for me. Yeah. Well. You mentioned um, just before we get out of here, you mentioned you didn't want it to come back. Uh, what are the odds of that? I think they're low. Okay. For testicular yeah. cancer, they're real low. That's good. Um, and I, I asked them too because I'm like, damn, if it comes back, is it coming like to the other nut? 
Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. how I'm does like, it come yo, back? I was yeah. worried, man. I'm Dude. like, damn, damn. I'm gonna be a what is it? A eunuch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, because there's shit. no like cutting around it. Like, right. what's, 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 your, what's your man's name from Game of Thrones? Oh, virus. Oh, oh, virus. Reek. No, no, Reek. be Reek too. Yeah, Reek too or Virus. virus. Dude with the cloak. Yeah. 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 Look like that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, man. Yeah. Oh, God. So no, I mean, um, he told me that it'll it'll probably come back like in your abdomen or something, but it's like uh, real low. And my numbers yeah. have been like phenomenal. And I gotta like my doctor's real good. Real good. Yeah. Shout out to Doctor Liao. Yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah. That's awesome. We appreciate you for sitting down with us, man. Yeah, no yes. problem. Ready to get out of here. Peace, man. This Thank you dope. so Check much. Your nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's we don't get a pause. No, 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 like dice <laughs> check your nuts man you got a lot of kids bro so. yeah, 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 yeah 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 no no I definitely yeah, do right. gotta check you gotta be around for them you don't plug your social media at all no alright all cool, right, cool. So. thanks for having us this was so good this episode of the Survivor Series The Cancer Chronicles was created written and inspired by Cherry Poppins recorded and mixed by J Omega and me I was just here the Survivor Series is a production of the Officially Street Podcast. 